Hi, everybody, and this is Man Cave 51 Podcast, the best kept streaking in the world today. I'm your host, Jess Bryan, and today, today I am with the owner and the runner of Carterville Studios. How you doing, sir? I'm good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Yeah, What's now, going on, bro? I'm good, sir. I'm good. So what I want to know is I want to know everything I possibly can to know about Carterville Studios. I know you're just starting out mm-hmm. and getting things going, but people ask, what was that? bug that got you into wanting to be in any kind of entertainment at all so first let me ask this what's what's the rule of the man cave i mean can i you know i i I try not to curse but you know it's a certain man cave we can hold a cursing down (laughs) we can hold a cursing down i mean i'm i may spark one out every now and then you know we we hold a cursing down but i still want to hear your story It's, it's not that your story won't be posted I'm still going to hear your story, and I'm going to put it up just yeah. like you tell me. Yeah, we good. We good. Now, nah, you know, uh, what got the bug? Let me see. If I got I got to go way back, man. Like, first of all, I'm from Georgia, so you might hear a little accent. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, I, mean? I do. So, from, from, country country, from country folk people. One stoplight. Well, as a matter of fact, it's not a stoplight. It's a caution light. Uh, ca- you know, better so. caution light than caution tape. <laughs> go ahead, sir. So, check this out. So, where I grew up. We lived on a, um, in a wooden house, you know, because back in the day you had the wooden house with the tin on it. So mm-hmm. anytime it rained, you hit a you hit a rain outside. So, but where we lived at, right there on the uh, what we call it the corner, was a little store, a little nightclub, right? So I used to hear all the music from outside my window, like the juke joints and all of that. So you see. You know, juke joints, boy. Juke. Yeah, boy, you really going back. You're talking about the juke joints. Hey, I'm for real. So you see that, and, and you know, outside my window, what I can see is, you know, I hear the music playing, but then you can see, like, you know, the, the, the man and the woman sitting in the car, you know, getting it in. Yeah, with, yeah. With yeah. And all, all you know, you, you know, I saw just a lot of stuff, at, you know, at a young age young that age. I probably shouldn't have seen. You know what I mean? So, but, um, yeah, but when I heard the music, though, that's why I love music because, you know that sound you know, the, mm-hmm. you know I, I just remember back in the day everybody you know when they played the music everybody on the dance floor you know what i mean they dance and they vibe and mm-hmm. so i was a little kid i'm over there tapping my toes like that's it on the back porch you know like i mean it's like 11 12 o'clock at night you know little kid supposed to be asleep man but i'm about to listen to the music so that's mm-hmm. kind of where you know the, the, the thought of music you know hit my ear you know what i'm saying so it's like that's why now yeah it kind of got me into to djing when I started DJing, I was bringing back, you know, old records, man, that I used to hear from back in the day. So people like, how you know that song and all that type of stuff, man? I've been hearing that junk when I was a little kid, man. There you go. There you go. Was yeah. anybody else in your family like like in that some kind of entertainment, like mm. your mom or your dad? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So my mom used to sing back in the day in the nightclub. So she was oh. like a blues singer. Yeah. So she used to travel back and forth to Philadelphia and perform. So that oh, was okay. like back in the time with the Aretha Franklin days on that 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 circuit they used mm-hmm. to have, of course. The chilling circuit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get we it. Just do that back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's good, sir. So I mean, keep your story going because you're telling me how how, yeah. how was that first how was that first DJ party? I mean, <laughs> what did you have? Because you know, as we be the DJ, you gotta have equipment. No, I, I'm gonna tell you like this. <laughs> Look, I shouldn't have. Matter of fact, I'm not a DJ now for that very reason. <laughs> Check this out. My first DJ gig was for a friend of mine. So I, I, I'm a former military, retired military mm-hmm. person. So uh, I was stationed actually up here in Maryland in Aberdeen, right? So one of the uh, friend of mine that was a soldier was getting married. 
And I was doing, you know, some DJ stuff on the side, you know, doing a little mixtape, you know, making my own little mix. And I used to take it to work and that folks listen to it. So she's like, oh, okay. I, I you know you DJ. Yeah, I am. Made that mistake. Oh, yeah, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> so she was like, yeah, I'm getting married. It's going to be something small. You know, if you could just, de- you know, just play some music, you know, I appreciate it. So I was like, yeah, I do it. What I do that for. So what I found out. You got to have the right gear. You got to have the right sound. So what I was DJing with at the time was a laptop and some computer speakers, man. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even have uh, DJ equipment. I didn't have a mic or anything. I had like the headphone from a laptop that you connect. And that's what I was using as the mic. So check this out. So when they started the wedding, right? So all of a sudden they gave me a list of names. You know, when they usually walk in and you have to introduce the bridal party. And it was like, yeah, we want you to introduce the, the people coming in. And uh, so they gave me the name. I'm supposed to pronounce it, right? I was like, I, I'm, I'm not used to doing this. I ain't <laughs> this is this what DJs do? I'm not, yes. you know, this is not me. I'm just here to play music, you know? So, but come to find out, she was Hispanic and, and he was black. So it was like, I ain't had no Oh, oh you, you had to read out them Hispanic names? Oh, no. no. Hispanic names I had to pronounce. I was like, I don't know how to do this, right? So I passed this off to, uh, I think it was the, the uh, bride maid. She, she actually came over and started, um, you know, pronouncing the name, mm-hmm. right? So they was like, okay, let's let's get it started. Let's start playing music. So I'm playing what I had, you know, at the time, you know, doing my little mix and had my little music playing. Man, those, they were like, can you turn the- uh, <laughs> Can you turn the music up? <laughs> <laughs> can you turn the music up, man? No, no laptop speakers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I felt so bad, man. I was like, I'm about to get kicked up. I'm about to get laughed up out of here. You hear me? Oh, man, that was so embarrassing, man. And then it was like, so they, they kind of bear with that. You know, you know how you start, okay, well, he, he can't play the music for so loud, but can you play this? Hispanic. I ain't got no Hispanic music, man. I'm black. I didn't have any, man. So it's like, they asked me if I had this kind of music. I was like, no. And at the time, you know, we ain't had no technology where mm-hmm. you just go on the YouTube or go on the iTunes and, and pull up the music. I ain't had none of that. And so I, I just, you know, you start seeing people chit chatter and stuff like that. Talking about you. Talking about And the last part that was like it for me is when they got ready to cut the cake, right? So they wanted to make an announcement. So here I am, had my little headphone from the computer laptop, right? I was like, can you go take this off my head and put it on the other person's head when they start making an announcement? Sound go off. The mic went off. What I had to do, I had to restart the computer. (laughs) So you had to stop it, restart it. Stop and restart the computer, man. I was Uh, like, I'm getting up out of here. So did they even pay you? I didn't even want the money. I I left. I just I just shut it down. I was like, I told I told the girl, I was like, yeah. I said, I'm sorry. I said, you know, it's my first gig, you know. And uh, I said, I apologize. I said, you know what, you ain't even gotta pay me, man. But you know, she offered to pay me anyway. I took the money. Girl, you better. I done took it too and got out of the whole tail. That was my last really official DJ gig until, you know, I picked it up a little Mm. bit later. But, man, after that, I didn't DJ for like 10 years, man. That was it. I wasn't doing that. Wow, boy, that was was it for you. That was your first one. Yeah, first and almost the last. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's what it it came about. I understood understood then, like, in order to go to the next level, got to pay for the quality you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that's what it was all about all about so i started investing into 
you know, some more updated equipment and really started studying music, studying DJ and, and what it took, you know what I'm saying? So that's how I just 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 got to that point where I just want to take it to another level, man. Did you have somebody teach you? Like 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 when your equipment got better, mm-hmm. did you have somebody teach you mm-hmm. or you had to learn on your own? Mm-mm. Eventually when I got back into it, YouTube was there. Oh, yeah. So of course there's videos for days. So I pretty much everything that I do has been self-taught. I mean, I stay up late night, you know, uh, reading, looking up videos, doing internet searches for, for different things on how to do it, and then just practicing. That's it. I just started practicing, man. And I eventually, I got good. And then I was like, oh, should I try this again? I was like, nah, but I got, <laughs> into, I got into doing music. So mm-hmm. I started writing, you know, lyrics, and uh, me and my brother actually got into the music uh, really back in 1990. Yeah, back in 1990 when he was in the service. And uh, I, w- I used to go to uh, Fort Benning, Columbus, Georgia, mm-hmm. and see him in his barracks. And believe it or not, you remember, I don't know if you are you, uh, Mystical, the rapper. Mm-hmm. He was in the military at the time. He wasn't Mystical, he was Michael Tyler. Especially <laughs> Michael Tyler. So he, they was in the, in the uh, barracks and they had their whole DJ set up. And he was actually in there writing music then. Before oh, wow. he became, anyone knew who Mystical was. And he was, uh, my brother was in his unit. So they all knew each other. So one day, I, on the weekend, I went into the uh, building and we was writing. And they were making some music. And one of the guys that was doing the, the DJ and, you know, mixing and stuff for him, he played uh, Leah, Let Me Know. And man, he mixed that thing in. He was like, Let, let, let me know. And I was like, man, play that back. I got me a pen and passed on right, man. Wrote me a little like, you know, back in the day, you used to do 48 bars like nothing. Man, I wrote me like eight bars, man. And I added that to the end. And he went and played that back. Man, I thought I was about to blow up, man. I thought, <laughs> I, thought I, was eight bars. Eight bars. I thought I was about to get a record deal, man. <laughs> but that's really what got me the bug and, and wanted to do music. I just saw how they was able to put the music together and mix it in and then how they, you know, did the vocals. You know, because it, it, it made me sound like, man, like, I, I'm ready to go live. You know what I mean? So that what got me into the audio part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, understanding sound and, and how it works and, and pretty much how to get creative, you know, with, with making songs and making tracks and stuff like that. Let's see, I, I took the DJ business, you know, I took it to as far as I was able to take it, mm-hmm. you know, at that time. So to see you take it and then you went far beyond me because you went far beyond me in the point of recording music and you know you set it up you set up a whole studio because yeah. i remember when i got with you you just had you know <laughs> i you, got rid of that laptop and I yeah <laughs> i got a macbook yeah you ain't got a macbook and now and then i i was there when you know i saw you putting your studio up in the government mm-hmm. now it's carterville studios so mm-hmm. tell me how that came about i tell you how it came about is bad sound really I always, okay. anytime I make something, I make a song or either do any kind of video, I always keep it because I always want to look back at where I, where I am. And, and over time, I've seen, you know, my craft get better and better mm-hmm. the more I understand it. And what I learned most importantly is the environment. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's where, you're, where you're environment. You can only be as good as what you hear okay. when it comes to sound. So when I was doing... Um, Music, I was deployed to Kuwait, came back, and I moved into an apartment. I set the apartment up into a little little studio, right? Mm-hmm. When I was doing the music then, it sounded good to me because that was what my ears were hearing. 
But when I moved from that apartment into another spot and I played that back from the apartment, I was like, man, this is terrible. But it was because, you know, the mix only sounded as good as my environment. So that's when okay. I got into learning about sound and, and acoustics, you know. So I learned how to, how bass traps, how the waveform with the bass, mm-hmm. how far it travels, how the high frequencies, you know. So that's, those are the things I started learning about. How can I make my sound good no matter what in any type of environment? So it took some time to learn a lot of that stuff. So it, it just took that and a lot of repetitive, repetitiveness, you know, trying it over and over again mm-hmm. and then listening to it in the car, you know, listen to it on the headphones. You know, they didn't have, I wish I would have had like the old CD back in the day, the old, uh, the, um, what do you call it, the Mac, the, uh, what's the walkie, the Walkman? Yeah, the yeah, Walkman. The walk yeah, the Walkman. Yeah, so just learning to listen to it in all the different uh, playback systems will eventually get you to where you need to be if you really like to do that type of stuff, you know? So what do you think about some of the music that's being put out now? Uh, so, it's, it's not I know, I know, you, you know, we old school. We old school, and then you, I hear some stuff that come out that, you know, that don't need a whole lot of this, and I'm the kind of person, if you're going to make a remake, make it as a tribute to the person who's actually doing it, and don't change the whole song to something else that you want, and you just ad-lib on a whole lot of terrible stuff. So, I mean, I'm the, the, that's just me, that's just my personal opinion, but... How do you feel about what's being put out now? Well, it's not the juke joint. That's for sure. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, this <laughs> is know, not so, the juke joint. So what I'm what I'm seeing nowadays, and it, it comes with the, the, the technology that changed. Because I'm used to where I grew up, it was like live bands. You know, my uncle and my mother, like I told you, you know, she used to sing. So I grew up where my uncle, he played the guitar, he played the bass guitar. Mm-hmm. And I had a cousin that did the drums. My nephews and his 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 kids now he's teaching them to play the drums. So I'm used to seeing live bands, you know. And now you don't have that anymore. It, it's very rare that you see artists nowadays creating uh, using their own drums and own instruments. Everything is automated, electronic. I can create it on if I can create this on the computer, and and, and it's about uh, quantization. So everything is time. Boom, it hit on the four. Do you think the sound is better? Because I've seen videos of, let's say, famous people, and they got all the acoustics around them, people playing the instruments right around them, mics everywhere. Do you think the sound is better then on how they did it? Because it was like, you can get one person in a room, and he can make a whole song and a whole track and make it good, but then you have the older music where it had to have the guy with the clarinet, the guy with the bass guitar and everything else, and it was all separate, but... To me, it's like it's like playing a CD <laughs> compared right. to playing an LP. Because yep. to me, you're not going to beat an LP. I don't care what you play on it. If you get a good, crisp LP with the right diamond needle playing it, yeah. you can't beat it. So right. do you think it's, you know, do you think the music has gone to just uh, that era and forgot about Everything yeah. I, I know, everybody sits up here and says, "Well, we, I, we won't forget where it came from." Yeah. But and some of the stuff that you're doing now, and some of the stuff that you're selling now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you forgot because everybody wants to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. But this is like I said, most of the stuff I say is my personal opinion. But do you think there's a difference? What difference do you think? What, what, like, what do you like, and what do you dislike? 
Well, if me, I'll cut in your throat. Well, let me put it this way. I'm, <laughs> I'm from the South. I'm, like I tell you, I'm from Georgia. And I'm telling you, that, that, that trap music and all of that, it has ruined music in my opinion. That's okay. just me personally. I'm okay. from there. It started out good, but I just think it now it's just too saturated. Everything has that sound. You know, it's that, that Southern trap music. And now it has spilled over into pop. It's it spilled over into other genres. And I just think that it, it's just too repetitive. It's the same thing. Like, what's what's different about it? There's nothing else to it. Because now they, they get you into that 808 drum, you know, the bass that hits. And, and that's what they're drawn into. The melody, the little... I don't even call it melody because when they play chords, they're only playing one, two chords. You know, back in the day, they used to play uh, a whole bunch of, like complex chord back in the day because people actually knew how to play the piano you know mm-hmm. nowadays these kids don't know how to play they just got a, a auto tune and they got these little little pre-made uh chords and they'll play one two and it's the same thing over and over again and, and then when it comes to the chorus and the hook they just repeat whatever like eight times like i got this drink in my cup i got this drink in my cup i got this drink in my yeah. cup and now you got that and then you drop the 808 in there and and now everybody it's bobbing their head to it and like this is the standard now you know and i think what it's gonna take is artists i don't, I don't know who whoever's who's who's hot right now um but remember watch the names we mentioned because yeah, i don't, I don't want, want nobody to get on here and yeah, say yeah, I, you know you've been talking about me i mean yeah i, I won't mention no names but it, it would take an artist that's out there now to kind of take it back to that old school you know what I'm saying? To bring that back, to make it more relevant nowadays. And well, I think, or either it would take some artists from back in the day to keep making music and putting it out. And I think they don't put it out because it's not what's selling per se that, that you know, that mainstream is looking for selling it. But I still think that the old school still have that audience. You know, we, we're still here. You know, we mm-hmm. still want to hear that music. So I think they just, a lot of more artists got to just, you know, from back in the day, just got to keep making that music. So let's say if we got a bunch of artists from this era, mm-hmm. right? And we got the, all these artists from this era. Now, you know Hitsville, mm-hmm. Motown. Mm-hmm. Now, you know when Gordy had people come in and sing, and they had to have something. Right. To me, me, this is a question to you. Yeah. How many of these new artists think would have gotten that door? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ain't, ain't too many people have gotten that door. Funny thing, you, I'm glad you said Motown, man. Check this out. So, I just travel a lot. I had the opportunity to go to Detroit. Mm-hmm. And visit the little house, man. Oh, wow, man. Man, I'm telling you. Did you take a picture in front of? Because I took a picture in front of. Man, I want to sit on the porch. I want to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go in there, cut a track, say, "Hey, look, mm-hmm. I'm ready." But now it was it was humbling though because it's like that's where a lot of you know music originated from for our culture. You know what I mean? So you, I don't think you have a lot of artists that you have now to work for most. I think you know? the I think the music is different because the pain is different. Man, man. A lot of people' pain come from the music that they like. You can get a Mr. Williams song. I'm gonna say that, and then he, he was in pain when he sung that song. You can feel it and hear it, mm-hmm. but some of the pain that people have now is different, and then it comes out to some of their pain may be directed at female. Right, right. And now the way this world is, some some of the pain may be directed at a community. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, so it's I would say it's a bad thing, mm-hmm. but if we can go back just a little bit, I ain't telling everybody just change what you did. Right. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. What would you change if you was able to change just a little bit on some of these people, just in case remotely somebody's listening to this podcast mm-hmm. other than us? What would you change just a little bit? I think it's the, the writing, mm-hmm. the content. Because like, like you say, back in the day, they had a story to tell. 
you know, like, like they said back in the day, we were better, right? She said, don't blame Mr. Charlie. Don't uh-huh. Mr. Charlie just a man. <laughs> and he do the best he can. And you said he was some kind. Do it. Don't leave Mr. Charlie because I be going through some things. Come on. There you go. There you go. You relate to that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like now they don't have a story to tell. You know, they're not telling a story. They just, just just repeating everything because it rhymes. You know what I'm saying? Got a rhyme, uh, rhyme scheme to it. That's it. Well, I That's feel, I, I feel, I feel, I feel the way it is nowadays. If you can twerk through it, it's a hit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to me, I don't think, you know, I don't think it's all about. I mean, I ain't gonna say I'm the person against the twerking. Hey, I'm a guy, but right, right. when it comes down to music, <laughs> and sir, yeah, when it comes down to music, and I can't judge anyone and what they do. I'm not gonna judge anybody's hustle. Yeah. But I think if some people take a step back and see what they're doing. And it's not all about the money. Because right now, nowadays, it's like a certain era controls everything. Mm-hmm. Controls all the music and everything else. Unless you got some serious hit yeah. that somebody actually wants to put out. Because they're going to go with the ties. They're going to go, okay, if twerking music going to be in and all that thump thump and, you know, bad word this and bad word that. Yeah. If that's what's selling, that's what they're going to sell. Mm-hmm. So I figured you got to have that one song. Mm-hmm. Because I think the most... I think when, you know, Motown was doing this thing, beautiful. And then it came down to certain groups that did it. You even had the you even had the white guys having five people in the group. Yeah. And did it. And where they at? You don't see none of that no more. All you see is, you know, <laughs> kiss my kiss my tail and everything else. That's all you see. That arrow right there just went out. Boys the men, all of it just went out the door. You don't yeah. hear you don't hear nothing. And then when they try to come back with something, it don't measure up to what these young folks are listening to right now. Yeah, yeah. And I think too that, you know, I think we got comfortable, you know, thinking too that music sometimes when you make music and you think it's gonna last a lifetime and, and the audience generation change, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and that you just can't in this day and age think that you make this one track that it's gonna be that track everybody gonna listen to forever. Because guess what? It's some more tracks. People creating every day. Yeah, they don't have that anymore. It's gonna be another track that comes. I don't think we they're making classics nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the day, they made songs that last a lifetime. Now, I don't think it's like that. And now you got people from them classics re-singing these classics. Yeah. And they and, sam- they sampling. They doing a lot of yeah. They doing a lot. They doing a lot of sampling. Yeah. But you, hey, you got to pay that man because right. you know, that's that song of his. Uh-huh. But I think you supposed to give your props. Everybody can sit up and say, yeah, I, you know, I, I, it's a tribute to this man, and everything else. But you done totally changed the song to something right. that it didn't mean. Uh-huh. That's the part that you know that gets me. Like if you're gonna sing a Lenny Williams song. Then you need to be singing a Lenny Williams song. You don't need to be no different beats into it. Yeah. You need to be singing that man's yeah. song if you can. Right. Cause not it's a whole lot of songs out here people cannot sing. You can sit up there and, and make a track to a song that sounds something like a song, but guess what? Mm-hmm. You can't sing it. And that song isn't made for you. You you turn you try to turn that song and make it your own. Yeah, they gonna make it their own. They gonna use that auto tune to make it on. Yes, you gonna use that auto tune. Auto tune of "I Love You," and that's gonna be it. I mean, when you get on stage, I mean, number one, you half of them, half of them, not many of them, mm-hmm. actually still singing and dancing on the stage. You got a lot of them that are, you got a record in the back playing, and they lip singing to it because you're too busy jumping around on stage, and not many people can do that. Yeah, not many people can keep 
keep going and going and going and be out there actually singing because you're going to be tired. And then either what's going to happen, are you either tired or you're high or whatever else you're going through, but you're just trying to keep that money coming in. So my yeah. thing is to you, my thing is to you, what would you change? Because man, you got a company. Mm-hmm. Now you're looking for what kind of artist? What kind of artist are you actually looking for? Are you looking for the artist that's going to come in and just get that beat? Or are you looking for an artist that's going to come in here and, and bring the heat to you? Yeah, so so with Carterville Studios, I, I actually kind of shifted my focus a little bit because even though I started out recording music, you know, and, and I still do do music with uh, like like a couple, you know, with my daughters, they do music and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, and then, uh, which is IA, by the way, where they got a couple tracks that I'm going to get to you so you can play. Oh, yeah. I, don't worry. They're all family, yeah. man. I already know. They're all family. And then recently, uh, my nephew came up from Alabama, so we recorded a couple tracks for him. So mm-hmm. I heard it. it was, I, I liked it. I actually liked it. And we shot a video for him. So I, I really haven't been searching for artists, per se, right now uh, with the business. Because what we've been doing is with Carterville uh, Studios, we do photography. So mm-hmm. photography and video is kind of our main thing right now. So we do like family photos, uh, professional headshots, and then we'll shoot corporate videos, like one, two minute videos of mm-hmm. your business, you know, just, just so you want to advertise it and, you know, promote your business is pretty much what Carterville is doing right now. So <clears throat> we shot a couple music videos. We do audio, you know what I'm saying? We record artists and stuff like that. So we have that capability mm-hmm. uh, right now. We're going to try to do the focus on mainly right now for photography and doing corporate videos and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you, you've and taken a few pictures for me and I love it. Yeah, we'll expand now. Yeah, that's so most of that, let me tell you about that. So nah, the really the way that uh Carterville Studios is, is really thriving, I'm I'm gonna be honest man, my daughter. So Adriana, mm-hmm. my, my middle daughter, she's a, a a film and video study graduate from George Mason. So this is her niche. This is her. She's okay. like the best video e- editor in the area. I put up against anybody. Okay. And so a lot of the video stuff that we do, I go shoot a lot of the stuff, videos, and she she does it as well. Uh, but pictures and everything like that, she does a lot of the editing. So she edited the photos for you. Yes, well. she did. Yeah. Everybody yeah. said it looked like an R&B album. <laughs> You know, so, I, yes, I, do, I do editing, you know, I'm more of a, you know, the course CEO, so I'm business-minded where we can take us to the mm-hmm. next level, course resource everything, I'm, I'm staying up with what's current, with technology and everything, uh, and I do a lot of the basic editing and, and structural uh, piece for us, the planning, and of course I got my, my wife. Uh, Who's Renetta, sitting here in the studio who's right here, now, well, sitting over there nice and quiet and waving. Yeah, she's a... Uh, yeah. She's hoping, a hoping he'd give up a secret or something I that she know. don't know. <laughs> Now she's waiting on me to give her her props, and uh, I'm giving her props for what she brings to the business. So she's a consultant to the business. So mm-hmm. in other words, uh, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. There you go. I know this is your business, but you're going to do it like this. Oh, yeah. When I break out, she's my manager. She don't know it yet. When I break yeah. out, she's going to be the manager. It is what it is. But Bringing she, the change. Yeah, but she, keep, she keeps up in line, making sure. Because she, she does, uh, she's an executive admin in her business, mm-hmm. in her job that she does. So brings a lot of the skill set of making sure that we are on track we are tracking with time and time management is key in this business 
That's why she, I'm gonna interview her soon. Yeah, you gotta get on. Man. I'm gonna interview. She's sitting up here shaking her head, going, "What I wanna do?" I'm like, "No, you, you're coming on here too because anything that's part of Carterville, your last name Carter, isn't it? So anything part of Carterville is gonna be is gonna be part of this whole podcast. This is only part one. Just make sure you're on time. Though. Make sure you start on time. Oh yeah, I have to start on time and everything else because if it don't, she's gonna get she me for thirty day notice. Everything. I wanna get that. I wanna <laughs> talk to your daughter also. Yeah. And get on here. I want to get you know do everything I possibly can because this is uh, family punch. You can sit up and think you can cut my throat all you want. You getting on here whether you like it or not. So it's gonna happen. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. now, when you um, how do you pick your equipment for like your camera? What kind of cameras are you? Because I got this little dinky camera sitting right here, which ain't nothing. <laughs> I see you. It's old. I see what kind of this. Oh, yeah. we ain't gonna say no name because we ain't got no sponsorship. No, we ain't no sponsorship. So but I pulled sponsor. this. I didn't. I forgot I had it, and it's so. Yeah, well, so I that's, guess a, that's a, what they call a point and shoot. Mm-hmm. So that's more for your your freelancers, those that that come down to Baltimore to visit the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, oh, okay. you ain't got to talk about my stuff like that, man. Hey, you Charles, know, I see the lion over. Okay, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, most of the people now when it comes to when it comes to the camera. So mm-hmm. this is this is what I've uh, I've learned thus far is it, about the quality on the camera and the lens they go okay. hand in hands and it's, it's a combination of things so most i have a canon i have a canon i can announce that you know there's no sponsor i get it but mm-hmm. uh any deal the slr camera will work but got to make sure it shoot 4k okay uh, they, they moved up to like 12k now but that's 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 some high-end dollars we're gonna get there real soon but uh no it, it to me it's all about understanding the uh the framing of a shot that's that's real big and then uh, and then what kind of shot are you looking for wide angle are you looking for a close-up do you need somewhere it's shallow depth of field you know how it's like blurred in the background but they face up front it's real sharp so it's understanding you know the different uh the different settings within that camera because you can have a good camera but you don't know how to make it work to get you the shot that you need sure. mm-hmm. it's a big it's a big deal you know so i studied all that so i, I understand the you know, I can I can uh, go into a setting, find a location, scout it out, and say, okay, this is gonna give me the good backdrop that I need. I'm already looking at the sun and see which side the sun is on if it's daytime because that makes a difference. You don't want the person squinting in the face and all that type of stuff. And then too, if this is the environment that I have, how can I if it's or even if it's dark, how do I light it up? You know, so I got my you know whole bunch of strobe lights. I got continuous lights. And uh, I, I do have lights that are portable, you know, because sometimes you may be on a location that's not in studio that you need to light up. So I have portable uh, lights, and, uh, got live mics so I can mic you up, you know, I can I can uh, put a boom mic over your head. I mean, I, we, we do it all. We can interview people and, and, and uh, hold a whole, actually we can do this podcast right here too. You know, we, do, <laughs> you know, we do the podcast type work. We are, yeah, we so, are. So it, it's just really uh, uh, understanding that, that camera and, and the lens. You got to have the right lens that go get you that shot that you're actually looking for. So, and all the pictures that you've taken so far, and here's a good one for you. All the pictures that you've taken so far, who gave, who gave you the best compliment? I ain't talking about your wife. Who gave you the best compliment for the work that you did? Um, actually, um, Adriana, her, uh, one of her profess- professors mm-hmm. responded and told her that, and, and, I, and I can't take credit for it because I took the shot with the camera 
and but she edited the photo and the professor told her that was like a real good shot mm-hmm. and the, the lighting the exposure was good the color in the picture was good and it had the right like uh normally when you shoot a shot you have a three-point lighting you know one um you got your key light which you point directly at the uh the subject mm-hmm. and then you have a backlight that kind of shine the light to separate them from the background and they and the professor was like yeah that was real well thought out you know in the concept mm-hmm. of that shot and i told her i was like well you wouldn't have been able to edit that video if i didn't take pictures, <laughs> right? but at the same time if she wouldn't have edited you know that the photo the right way you know when it came out what it was so it's kind of twofold but yeah that was that was big coming from that uh professor who does that on a day-to-day basis wow. in, in uh, her own business okay 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 well we're gonna break this down this looks like we got a lot man the man cave is over yeah. <laughs> I, I, just oh, I, I, I like this man this is a good setting good setting for sure uh, unless you got something else to say now, now i told you i don't have a time limit no we come back i'll come back again hopefully you invite me back oh i'm going to invite you back for this one but because you- i want to see what we get you know off of this but like i said i want to get the whole carterville studio staff as much as i possibly can because you know everybody gonna eat yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's the end. That that's how that go. At the end of the day, everybody gonna eat. But um, one more question, and then you can answer. You can take it for long as you answer, for long as you want. What I would say would be your all-out goal, the ending, the whole thing. What will it take for you to get to the top where you want to be? I'm gonna tell you what it's gonna take. For you to say <laughs> I ma- to for you to say I made it. For me to say I made it. For you to say that I made it, what would it take? And I'm gonna look at my wife when I say this because I always, she already got the ring I'll, on. So I, what, I don't know, I know what else told, you gonna give her. You know, what I told her, <laughs> I told her this. You know, I always wanted to own my own business and, and work mm-hmm. for myself. I always wanted to be able to do this full time. Mm-hmm. Get up when I want to get up. Do what I want to do at my own time and not have to. To report to anybody because it's like I'm making somebody else's dream come true by working for them. Mm-hmm. I won't make my own dream come true by being my own business owner, and that starts with a vision board. So you know, you put your, your, your what you want to do and things and people, whatever you want to meet your vision. And uh, so I've always stuck to that, and that's what she you know put forth for me to do. But my my ultimate thing, that's why I said I look at my wife is when this business. When I can get one of those paychecks, and I say, huh, take this paycheck and pay for the mortgage. <laughs> when that starts happening, oh, yes, it's over. You hear me? Yeah, so I, I just want to be able to to be able to do this full time. So working on that right now, and I know we're, we're going to get there. We're going to get there for sure. Well, I hope all of us get I hope all of us get some kind of place we're trying to go. Yeah. I'm trying to go in my spot. You're trying to go yours. So, you know, mm-hmm. we all going to do this together because we all going to eat from the same table at the end of the day. Right, right. But what you cooking, though? That's, that's, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, what you cook, what, right. what you pulling out of Carterville, man? Right. <laughs> that's what that's going to be. Yeah, yeah. But I appreciate you, bro. Definitely. All right. Well, well thanks for coming to my show. I mean, you came all the way down here from, you know, VA to come down to my show and be more. So I appreciate it. And thank you for coming. And I hope people that are listening... You know, understand what it takes for somebody to start something. You got to have that glitch. You got to have that itch. You got to have that control that you need to get what you want. And I hope you enjoy the show. And 
He got what you got? One more thing to say? Yeah. Sir? So make sure you follow us on Instagram. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, go yeah, ahead. Go, gotta, get your promo in. So get your promo. promo. I'm sorry. Yeah. So get you your can promo. Follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, at Carterville Studios, and uh, also we got our own YouTube channel, so you can subscribe there you go. to that as well. Carterville Studios on YouTube. So yeah, definitely check us out. Well, thank you, sir, and I'm happy you came to the show. And anybody else that's listening, if you want to know anything else about Carterville Studios, you can hit me up on Facebook, and you can hit me up on Spotify. You can leave a comment, and I'll definitely get back to you. Y'all have a good day, and take it easy. and welcome to another episode of Man K 51 the best kept secret in the world today. So I have a couple of friends with me here today. I have Tina, I have Rhea, and I have Big Mike. What's good? Everybody say hello. Hey. What's up, y'all? Hi. All right. You know, now, each and every time we do a show, it's always something about maybe relationships or anything like that. And we were watching something about black men understanding black women or the woman's guide to understanding black men and she had a lot of she had a lot of good viewpoints that we heard of so i want what i want to get from the guys and the girls since we all even here so if anybody gang up on everybody we got backup oh yeah yeah y'all real quiet right now but it ain't gonna be quiet for a minute start off But what I'm going to say is, what do you consider a black man supposed to be to you? What would you consider a black man supposed to be to you? Anybody can chime in on this one. Wow. What is a black man supposed to be to you? What do you see now? Well, put it like this. What do you see wrong with a black man now? TV's off. Yeah, well, I'm just being flipped. Let's be a flip right now. Mm-hmm. You know, but basically, we have to find out the sources that we can emulate to be a black man. And once again, it's just about being a decent person. Decency has no color. True that. Decency has no color. So for me, it's like I don't care if you paint yellow, orange, and green. As long as you're a decent, good person that subscribes to the situations of helping people, you know, being kind, congenial, that kind of thing, we, we can do that. Okay. Anybody want to chime in on that one? Mm. Mm. Wow. I can kind of agree with her statement. Mm-hmm. I don't have nothing else to say. What? Really? You don't have nothing else to say? Well, I don't feel strange right now. Oh, wow. I think most, I'm going to say most black men now need to listen. Listen before they jump. I think we, I think that I agree with some part of what you said to the point of we need to stop trying to be like what you see on TV or what you think it's supposed to be because remember, TV is not real. You know, it's a script. Stop playing a script 
and play your own life. Best way you can be is be your original person. But if you don't have somebody to show you True, true. If you don't have nobody, if you don't have a male figure in your life to show you how to be that, then most guys have their mother to show them, and then she can't show you how to be a man. There you go. So then what? Then I guess you got to learn any, any possible way you can. So it's like you said, don't look at TV, but you don't have anybody to look at. So okay. Go search for other places, and then you find the wrong people. Like, why did you do that? Who else am I supposed to look at? You know what? And, and, and I feel you 100%. And, and you're right. My thing is that that's where mentoring comes in. I'm not trying to decide about how I feel or nothing like that. You're in a big brother program? Exactly, that too. But look, bro, you got people in your family. You got grandmas in your family. Now you got granddads in your family, mm-hmm. aunts and uncles. Okay, now, what is this? 2021. Yep. Okay. Once again, there are still some people out there that know how to say for the Lord, then give me the switch because you did X, Y, and Z. You knew it was wrong. That's not how we flow in this family. So, so my thing is that you know, there has to be situations of mentoring and family positivity. And we could find that. It, it's here, but it's like, what are you looking for? You know, oh my have this in the family, we need X, Y, and Z. If you are left to your own devices on how to make the two ends meet, chances are it's not going to be that positive. I understand what you're saying. because they don't have a figure to show them differently? I'd say so. Like from the, 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 the conversation was going, it was just like, I get the whole, there's another way, but if I don't have anybody else to look at, you say don't look at TV, but if I don't have anybody to look at to show me to be a man, how can I be a man? My dad's not around, my uncle... He's there, but he's not there. I mean, he tries, but he's just my uncle. 
we got a Zoom thing, we got a Zoom kid. So if he see me, he see me. Yeah, he's my uncle, so he's around. But I still have but on TV, they don't have a whole lot of those shows like that anymore. They used, I to, don't know. They used to have those shows where you can, you may, you, you may say, hey, I want to be like that person, be like some other person. But now, it's like being taken over by reality shows, and most of the time, you see nothing but drama. Yes. Yeah, now. Mm-hmm. Definitely now. My son doesn't even watch TV, which is funny. He just look at YouTube. Ooh. That's a whole nother life. Yeah. Anything is accessible on YouTube. And that's when you gotta like watch what he's watching. Because you don't know what he's watching. Because then you'll think it's something for kids, but it's not. Well, do you think a man knows what he's looking for in a woman? Depends on the man. Some some of them do, how they know what they want. And you guys are all being raised by women. And your example so, is. So if you're raising your son. If you're raising because if you're raising your son by yourself, what are you stowing in him? I mean, are you uh, are you stowing in him how you would want somebody to be, or are you trying to instill in him what you think a man should Both. be? Both. We're not equipped. We're, we're we're not equipped with the same equipment that you do, so we can only go based on what it is we've seen and what it is we want, and and order that man and send him on out in the street. But see, I don't, I don't know nothing about that. I'm only telling, I'm only telling him from my perspective, not from the male perspective. If you're not there, this is what he's going to get. He's going to get my coddling, my "I love you." It's not your fault, baby. You can take out the trash anytime you damn well please. Who the man? Seven-year-old kid. Okay. Uh huh. He's the one knows all mama's secrets. He's the one sitting there, that, that blank, blank, who the blank, 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 Kenny right there hearing it all. So what you think Kenny gonna get from that? Kenny gonna get what mama just got, what you just gave mama so mama can give it to him. So, hey, go ahead. Keep me, keep, keep treating me like that. Your kids suffer. Because that's the only people who gonna hear it. And you to blame for it. Because you made me crazy. Hallelujah and praise the Lord. <laughs> yes. There's something to that. It's I, a whole I, lot I, to that. Because number one, your kids ain't got no business being your friends. But you set the scenario for that. And that's what I'm saying. So right, right at, at, at the jump, we got a derelict situation. Okay, It's almost like somebody with someone much older than them so they can take advantage of the things that the youngsters don't know. But getting back to the reality of the situation is that you can't give what you don't have. And intrinsically, if you're not a wolf, then check it out. You're not gonna grow up and be a sheep. If you're not a sheep, then you're gonna be a wolf. Okay, you're not. Because it's not in you, it's not in your DNA like that. So once again, for us, excuse me, there's nothing easy here. There's nothing. But there's some things that can happen to enhance. And once again, I don't know about the spirituality or anything like that. And I hate to keep using this word, but you know what, seriously? If you're a decent person that loves and doesn't want to do harm to anybody, yo, they got to give that out first. Sorry you can't, because maybe sometimes you was in a bad relationship with somebody. 
and they treated you bad and this is what you picked up on. But my thing is that, you know what, we should all strive to be, and it's idealistic as this may sound, you know, we have to be nice and decent, but there's a whole bunch of situations that pop up, whether it be money, whether it be sex, whether it be companionship, whether it be cloud chasing, all those kind of situations. So I can understand that. That sounds like the bell that says, okay, your two minutes are up, mister. No, no, I'm listening. I'm totally I'm totally listening to you. No, I was I was just joking. I, I, I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm totally listening to you. I'm I'm thinking you was at Woodstock or something because you was, <laughs> yeah you damn I mean, flower he, child. He, 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 peace and love. <laughs> you know, pass. peace, love, and soul. Yeah, I mean, shit. I, I thought we were gonna start waving our fingers back and forth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> peace, love, and hair grease. <laughs> Like I said, yeah, it, it sounds like that, but you know, for real, that's what we need. We really need to make it happen. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we we can talk to about about the black men and what now? Black women. Black women. What do you, us guys consider strong black woman? Yeah, Something that we should make our queen. Somebody that we should make our partner, somebody that we should make our significant other, whoever you want, whatever you want to call it. You know, the what song, do we think? I, I, you know, there's a song I've listened to by the OJ's family reunion, and it breaks down, you know, the man's duty, female's duty, children, the female, the boy. I was like, you know, I, I really like that because it, it, it gives a clear-cut example on what kind of woman that you would want. Somebody, I mean, that I would want as a man. Someone that ride or die, somebody's got my back. And if you hear something that sounds a little bit out of whack, say, "Oh, no, honey, check this out." Oh, okay. Okay, I understand that. Now, for, for me talking, I'm gonna say, for me talking back then, mm-hmm. you know, times change. Once we get older, we get wiser. For, I mean, for back then, if you pick the OJ song, hell, I pick Prince, Nicky. You know, because <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. All, right. All I can say is what we do now is, but what I look for is someone who listens. Because communication at the end of the day, I feel is the greatest thing you can have because it might come a time when, I'm sorry, your, your pecker don't work. Because when you get older, some things need not start working. And you better, you better have one hell of a head game and a good conversation. So, <laughs> my thing is, I mean, I'm going, hey, all I'm saying is, if you can sit up here and talk to somebody, that will solve all of your problems. If you just sit down and talk. Most guys don't like the confrontation. The confrontation turns into a problem. Most guys don't like the confrontation or that, Hold on. Is that the way y'all see it? Is a confrontation or a discussion? You know, sometimes we see it as a confrontation. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, sometimes I see it as a discussion. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I want to get you off. Go on. You, you, you dropping some jewels. Go on. <laughs> no, I mean, sometimes you see it as a confrontation because depending on what the subject is, I mean, at that moment, that man might not want to talk about it. And then you know then you have some females who say well no we're gonna handle this right now because i want this done before i go to bed 
sometimes it's like this because it's what you're bringing to the conversation. Mm-hmm. If you're bringing whackness to the conversation, you, then you ain't really want to hear what she's talking about because inside, it's hard to talk and to listen and to formulate a sentence with decent attention. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do that. Once again, if I'm sitting here bringing, I don't like these shadows anyway. Saying, yo, seriously, you got an issue. There ain't too much anybody that's going to be able to say to you when it gets to go. That's the big issue. True, true. I just feel that if I've had plenty of relationships, and I feel that, um, I think I mentioned this earlier, that my my ex count is larger than my positive count. I would have rather have a more positive count than X count. I mean, I can look back at it and say, okay, I've learned from all these exes what not to do, you know, in my relationships. But, you know, that's what made me think about how I do things now. Okay. And I think most black women are strong, period. Regardless of the situation, you can be a working black woman who have a good job and everything else and a strong black woman, you handling your business and you can be a woman who does not have all that, you handling your business. You can be the one that, that got the stroller with the kids. Because I'm telling you right now, I don't want to get on a bus with a stroller. Have to break it down, pick the kid up, do all this. That's a strong black woman that does that. And it's not because that's her obligation. It's because she's a strong black woman and she knows what she has to do. You got some women who put the baby in the, in the back seat of the car. Okay, lucky you. But then you got that one who got to go wait on the bus stop with the child. You got to take the child wherever you got to. And it's strong. It's different types of strong black women. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I agree with that. You know, because it, it takes a lot to make those transitions. Mm-hmm. And I think times change. Yes. And times have changed differently. Well, it was awkward when you asking me what it is that I wanted from a black man. I'll say that because I'm like, everybody wants something different. Just like you both want something different when it comes to a black woman. But what if it's not a black woman? What if it's just a woman? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. I don't know. If she was a white woman. Well, me, I've never had that kind of relationship, so I wouldn't. I couldn't speak on that because I've never had that interracial relationship before. Yeah, for me, I, I have. I have white people in my family. You know, when I'm loving the pieces, I can come home and say, say to my guts, you know, girl, I don't like this white dude over there, but he sucks. I've got to clarify, you know, am I being an asshole or am I being like a rude live person? A rude live person don't like you because of who you are. But then when someone gets a chance to slip that, you know, color piece in there, all of a sudden they got a terrific new dynamic, which I don't think it's like necessary. I have the right to like you or not. I have the right to want to be with you or not. I don't care what you look like. And for me to actually have my people in the family, you know, I'm kind of locked in, but I always, I'm always real about that. And what I'm saying out there for y'all people who don't get it because my being locked in, are you going to hate yourself? Then again, I'm kind of sorry, because honestly, in this day and age, that's exactly what we do. Look at what you look like. You're not liking yourself. If you were 
black folks who be united, we will stop looking at one another because either you're lighter than us, or your hair's a little curlier than us, or you can sing a little more high-pitched than us, or you can lay out tight longer than the average black dude, you know what I'm saying? So all of that, what I'm trying to say is that we're all different, okay? And we have to accept each, each other's unique abilities. And that's starting with something that we have no way to control, which is our color. Okay. <clears throat> I got a new one. I got a good one for y'all. Let me tell you something. Your best Pickup line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is. What was the best pickup for the ladies? What's the best pickup line you ever heard mm. that worked mm. for you? Okay. When a guy came over and talked to you, what was the best pickup line you Hello. ever heard? Male or female? What Hello. was the best? Huh? Hello. Hello is the best pickup line? Yes. He didn't have to come up with anything else? Just, have, just hi. Wow. Okay. That starts a conversation. What if I need all that other stuff y'all thinking we need? We don't need none of that. Hello? Y'all sound corny. Go ahead, ask the question. No, 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 no. she's gonna ask the question. No, no she said she agreed. Okay. Mm-hmm. For me, see, me and my big fat Um. Just thinking about trying to get somebody's attention because like I'm one of the shyest dudes in creation. You know, when it really has, when it really has time to happen. But <laughs> negative <laughs> on a positive, okay. I'll say it for real. Whoops, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoop, yeah. I just don't understand how sometimes what you just said is not enough. It's that's all we need. We don't need nothing collateral. We don't need nothing cute. We don't need y'all to I mean... So that's all in my head right now? Why that's all in your head. Why do you think we need more than that? Because, you know Wait, what? Was I breathing heavy like that? <laughs> yes, you were. Okay. Yes, you were. Um, honestly... Movies? It's what you... Hey, it's that Western socialization coming at you. You know, whether we used to that or not, you know, my dad said, yo, Mike, for real? Here I come up to the game and be like, yo, right now, kicking all this existential anxiety, mumbo jumbo. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe everybody wants to feel like it's somebody from somebody else that they try to give it to. Like, yo, I want you to think I got nothing going on. They come and think it and they come to find out, it's like, yo, you got nothing. That's why I read it. Why not just say hello? Right, just be you. But you gotta remember, when we are younger, we don't we don't know all of that. We he try- told you the right thing. Your dad, the person that hey, just say hello. Yeah, but my father ain't tell me that. What did he tell you? He told me I got to have my shit together when I go talk to somebody. That's what he told me. He told me I got. Huh? He told me I got to come in. I got to. I can't do what everybody else do. I got what to be that? different. What'd you do? My worst line. Ooh, my worst Where, line. Did your voice just crack? Yeah, it did. He's bringing more into it than what it was. Nobody was going that far with it. Who, me? Yeah. No, I had a, I had a line. I had a, my worst line. My, my, my worst line, I went up to a girl and said, let's go buy a can of mixed nuts and pick out our favorites. Mm. Mm. 
That was the worst. <laughs> what year was that? <laughs> was How did that even work? Did she talk to you? Hell no. She walked Thank away you. from me. Thank you. Thank I mean, you. Because it sounded like you were talking about your your nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was all jacked up. That was the, that was the worst pickup line I ever ever said. And then she after said that, the last. no. But see, it was the last. No, I'm good. I, it was the last because after that, I never ever asked again. Asked her or anybody? Anybody. And the reason I didn't ask anybody because I was a DJ. So the DJ, somebody's always trying to talk to the DJ. After that, I just got used to people talking to me, and not me talking to people. Wow. How, how, how did that affect your ego, any? Oh, my ego was through the roof. <laughs> you talk, you talking about stuck on myself? Oh, I was, I was totally stuck on myself because I'm the DJ. I'm the reason you can get in the party. Wow. If you want to come stand back there with me, or come up to the booth and stand with me and be with the DJ, oh man, you got free drinks and everything else up on, up on there being with the DJ. Yep. I, but I never said I was the nicest person back then. I'll pay for 200 All I said was <laughs> that what I thought was cool was, you know, the girl come in, she talked, and, you know, I'm up in a DJ's booth, and she's looking at me, she's waving and everything else, and I think she's cute. I go, you know, and she can come on up and hang with me and everything else. Amen. You know, waving hand thinks she's cute. But if she come back next week and hanging with some old... Some other dude over in the corner, and then you're gonna come over to me and say, Can you come up? I'm gonna go, No. Yeah. I'll bring another one up just to, just, just to make a man. Wow. Okay. So I was like that when I, look, younger, I was teenager going into the 20s. I mean, yeah, you know, you know how stupid we can get sometimes. So that's just what I was doing back then. Now, I mean, I've learned a lot. You know, I learned by mistakes. All these exes I talked about, I learned by mistakes. So, you know, I'm not the same person as I was back then. Back then, I, I was I an asshole? Hell yeah, I was. I ain't gonna lie, I was an asshole back then. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna tell you. I could walk past a mirror without stopping and pause and take a look at myself. So yes, I was. I was not. A, I was not good back then when it came down to that. See, that's why having experience isn't good. Because some people be 60 years old and they haven't had experiences like that and they want to not know that about 55, 56 is not appropriate. You know, this is not what we're supposed to do. So now when I learn that lesson when I'm much younger, and I can keep on playing with it, but eventually, oh, you get... But then you got some people who are in their 50s and 60s still acting like they're in their 20s. That's what I was just addressing. I think is that maybe those people have not had a really in-your-face decent experience with it. Because honestly, you can tell. Sometimes you're not supposed to wear this after a certain day. You know what I'm saying? If it's cold outside, you're not going outside with no pair of seer-sucker shorts on. Or in sandals. So you know that there's an appropriate time for everything in this world, but some people don't catch it. That's because everybody's like, y'all lived in a box. Mm. Fashion is different now. So wearing white at Labor Day is different. Like, people can do that. Exactly. Like, it's it's different now. Mm -hmm. That's something different. 
Yeah, but but if but if you notice, even when it comes to fashion, it comes full circle because things that we wore back then, y'all wearing now. I agree. I also agree. But still, like I said, wearing white after Labor Day, nobody cares about that. No. Like no. stuff like that, nobody. You can nobody wear cares. white. I mean, it'd it, it be a white winter coat. It doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. Fashion is changing in that way. That was somebody living in a box. Like, I'm, I'm definitely not wearing um, white after Labor Day. <laughs> Who cares about that? Like, what? My shoes are white. They go with this outfit. I'm definitely wearing this. I don't care what you say. Like, that's all. Like, <laughs> For real. Like, come on. Like, who's really thinking about that? I'm not saying, like, um, what? I love me some bell bottoms. It's my favorite pair of pants. But, uh, I don't wear them now because uh, I don't have any. But if you had them, you would wear them. But I would definitely wear them. I'm, I'm not trying to sound like that um, commentator journalist when I was uh, Ali was being interviewed. Mm-hmm. This chick, man, it's like, yo, some of the questions that she was asking was like kind of ridiculous. And it wasn't even. And, and, and I'm taking this. You mean the, 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 the interviewer? The, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm trying to circle around some of my questions. So, but honestly, as I was listening to her, I heard a lot of stuff that like makes us, and I'm saying when we get interviewed, a black woman, a black man, mm-hmm. you know, that we always have to defend ourselves, like it's unwarranted. But you that, but, but do you, but you know when they when they go find somebody to interview, especially after something happened on the street. There's always somebody who can't talk straight. Boy, ain't got no teeth in his mouth. He ain't got no teeth in his mouth. Or his hair all jacked up. You gonna tell me ain't nobody over that corner you could have found. Exactly, exactly. Ain't nobody over there. Ain't nobody else trying to touch over there. They look right because they not crazy. Uh huh. You you ain't gonna talk to somebody that got some sense. You gonna go pick the the loudest person you can find who ain't done their hair and everything else. But when a white person gets interviewed. Oh man, this showcase Barbie up this bitch. I mean, either his hands combed back like Ken, or they her hands flowing. They be having some busted ones too, though. They be having some busted ones up there talking to. Hey, too, oh yeah, essence, they right? Do. They yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my. Yeah, d- d- depending on the situation, depending mm-hmm. on who she hanging mm-hmm. around, she said, "Yeah, go get, go get that one right there. Mm-hmm. She'll sit right there." Mm-hmm. So yeah, they pick what they want to show. <laughs> I don't care where you at. scene come up that makes you go get popcorn when you're at the movies. 
Hey. When there's, I mean, my thing, my thing is that, like this, do you feel that sexuality is being pushed onto you? But sexuality? Yes. My mother held us in like a box. She didn't want us to do anything. She was like, your clothes gotta be loose enough because you don't want nobody looking at your boobs. And I have really big breasts. So it's like, she don't want you to be a certain way. So because she knew what men were looking at. And I understand, I understand. But like, I wanted her like ankle bracelet. She was like, no, because that leads to um way like stuff that went real far. I was like, I can't even think what she said. It was just like, Mom, I just wanted to wear ankle bracelet. And it was just like, she just went really far with it. Like, no. Well, what? Exactly. Exactly. Like, I'm just like, oh my god. It's like, like ooh, ankle bracelet. Yeah. Ankle bracelet. Therefore, <laughs> I just wanted to get you impregnated. Exactly. And then you guys are running off to some Fuji Island. <laughs> like, wow, really? Yeah, wear tight. She was like, it was always like different clothes checks. Like, no, you can't wear this a certain way. Your clothes gotta be this one. No, you cannot do that. Like, it was every like you know, it was just mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. So I couldn't be me. So when I grew up, you're afraid of sexuality. Out, ass out, just everything out. I was happy. Like I was just liberated. I was happy. Like yes. <laughs> Now you're gonna make some laugh. That's dead ass true. I mean, it really happens. It's like parents wonder why they can turn out like this, turn out like that. But then, you know what? You you curse her a, a, a lot, little Tommy. Yeah, I learned it from you, keeping me all tied up, listening to you. And she cursed a lot. Come on. And she'd be like, you can't do what she do. <laughs> she's like, do what I say, but not as I do. That was her famous line. Made a whole mm. world full of hypocrites. Mm. Mm. Oh, I wow. like a sailor to this day. No, she told you how to curse the best. <laughs> Yo, I, I ain't gonna lie. My mom was a curse. My yes. mom was a curse. Yes. Yes. <laughs> curse. My curse when she got mad. She made us some words. Mm. My father, my father cursed just, just to be cursing. But you know, when he did, and there wasn't a whole lot. You know, he went to church and curved the curse words a little bit until he got mad. But mm. you know. But what I'm saying is, in movies, they have a lot of things that are pushed on to someone. And do you do me? This is my personal thing. Uh, y'all may not feel this way. This is me, my personal thing. That when I go to the movies, and the last thing I want to see is two guys, two guys, what? Kissing in any kind of form or, or, or way, shape, or form. It seemed like almost every movie, everything that everybody's doing, you gotta, it, it's like a thing now. You gotta have that scene. You got to have the scene. I bet you the movies haven't sold so much popcorn to guys because when that scene come up, you see about six, seven guys going to get popcorn because I'm like, okay, oh, it's that scene. Anybody want some gummy bears or soda? Yeah. It's because they want to appeal to that audience. I think that they are pushing it just so to make it what real, more noticeable. Because to me, I feel like you're making it to the point where this is somebody's sexuality. I mean, that, that, that at the end of the day, to me, this is who you are attracted to. This is what you who you want to sleep with and everything else. I mean, that's fine. I mean, you can sleep. I don't care if you sleep with you know Billy Goat Ruff. I mean, I don't care who you want to sleep with. But my thing is that you you stick it right there in the movie and then. 
People take their kids to the movies. But they've been doing that for years, though. Yeah, and I know. They put it behind the scenes. They put it behind the scenes. So now it's it's. It's right up front and they want to teach it in your school. But what about before that, when mm-hmm. TV was just parents weren't even sleeping in the same bed? Lucy. Yeah, Lucy. Like, you, you had TV like that, mm-hmm. and then it, it became y'all sleeping in the same bed, and y'all kissing on TV. Like, it's like, okay, they're trying to transition to appeal to the audience, or even be in that, that era. Like, it's the era now. Like, this is the era. You know what? I, I got a question that I like. So I don't know. To that. I have to change something on that one, but uh, t- t- depending t- on the movie, okay. if there's a movie with relationships and love and everything else, I understand that. Understand that you're gonna have that kind of movie, this movie, that, and everything else. But what about a Marvel action movie? That's a male statement, there. Yeah. Yes, it is. I know it is, but. If I'm going to see Superman and Batman and all these other superheroes, what's the other one going to be called? <laughs> see, that's so, what Marvel tries to do. Marvel tries to get are, are y'all talking about more ageism than it is? It's like, it's like it's, yeah, like, sort of. I I'm, the, I'm saying that I'm saying when I want to go to the movies and see an uh, action movie. That's not action. Uh, what? Example. I don't understand. Two men kissing, two women kissing. Okay. What? What are you? What are we saying I'm here? I'm lost. Right. Two women kissing. It's okay two... for you, men. No, 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 no. I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about that. If I'm going to see an action movie and then there's a love scene mm-hmm. in an action movie, yes, I'm used to seeing the man and the woman. Maybe either Superman fall for Wonder Woman or Wonder Woman fall for Batman or whatever. I don't think I want to see Aquaman fall for Superman. Like I said, the audience, the time now, the way the life is going now, like that's that's the that's what's happening. That's what you see. Same sex couples right, get married what, now. Right, that's what's mm-hmm. happening. So I think that's just more or less trending with the times. Like I'm saying, that's what I said. Like that's just I think that's more happening. trending with the times, exactly. as well as ageism, because the age here is really diverse. So yes, you're going to be very diverse. Because when I'm saying I'm an older gentleman, so, so, so with so, me, there's one my era was not the same. Here. Yeah. You know I don't care. I love but, Will and Grace, okay? I love <laughs> the dynamic, the comedy, yes. playing See? off one another. So for me, yes, it's a piece of where we are. It's like more work. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. but it's also a piece of, you know, who we should be. Your life is raggedy as holy hell. But you worry about two dudes, and I'm talking about people. You worry about two dudes holding hands down Fifth Avenue, looking in the stores on Madison Avenue. My thing is that I can't accept that. You said, get to be a right person first. Mm-hmm. We'll stop, kiss my boob, stop, whatever. Okay? My thing is, is that we're all here to live and to get along. You know? Look at how America is going today. How many stupid people can can believe in a certain um, political situation? You know it's a lie. You know it's a lie. Yet still, you like loving this person that they gave you birth. Come on, man, that's crazy. So we doing the same thing about mental cognition. It's like, yo, what you thinking about? Okay, um, now, now I get it. I get it. 
But I saw this guy on television at an award show. You remember, he showed up in the award show in a dress. Oh. He, that, he showed up in the award show with a with a full-length dress on. Mm-hmm. Said he was a real black man. We're, we're, we're blueless. I'm sorry. I, 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 I can't remember his name. It was an award show, and the guy showed up, and and they put him on the front page of everything. Cause he oh, you're talking about dress. Billy. He he works on Broadway. He also does. Um, yes, Pose. Correct. Correct. He was he was kind of rediscovered in Pose, but he's always been on. He's always been on the billboards or on on a New York scene for being an actor. On Broadway, so he's already blown up. He's married too. Yes, he's married. Mm-hmm. You can wear whatever you want. The problem I had with is when he said he was a real black man. Well, that's the problem I had. Again, with. again, we're, we're going we're, again, again. We're going right back to the same thing that we said earlier. Mm-hmm. Is that she said, my girl right here. Mm-hmm. She said that, you know. It's what it is now? It's the times? It is the times. I don't understand. It like a like, song. You just seem like it's okay if it was two women. But you're, un- like, you're, you're, you're opposed to it if it's two men. If it's two men. But that's what, like, you want, you think that they want to see two people is that, what you said? that they don't want to see together? Uh-huh. But they do see it and they've always seen it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's not fair to them. So, I, I, I brought all this up for a reason. I brought all this up for a reason. The reason I brought it up was to see everybody's reaction and everything. To me, at the end of the day, I don't care what you wear. I'll, I'll be devil's advocate about it. I don't care what anybody wear, what they do, or what they say, because it's not affecting me personally. I just want to see what everybody thinks of it. Because you have people who act like I was who don't like it at all. It's just like you don't like black people, you don't like white people, you don't like gay people, you don't like this, you don't like that. Thoughts and perceptions. Yes. So I wanted to see everybody's reaction to what I was going to say. And I got that reaction that I wanted. But you just let the girlfriend off her seat. She's about ready to come for you. <laughs> you about ready to catch these hands. You about, about ready to get these paws? Saying, like, but everybody don't want to see that and everybody, I, I just feel like you have people who aren't attracted to people. Which is crazy. Okay, I understand. Yeah. Or no, no, I, I mean. Like, I mean, you have like complete, like it's so many different types of people who mm-hmm. aren't even attracted to people. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, you have people who, 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 I know. Now, all those things I just said, I do not believe. I mean, as, as, yeah, I, mean I mean, yeah, I do not believe. All I'm, all I'm saying is that at the end of the day, I let, you know, people can live their lives. I don't really, you know, care what you do. You can marry whoever you want, date whoever you want. You can actually wear whatever you want. I mean, it's not that. I was just playing that role to see what kind of reaction I was going to get. I got what I wanted. So, I mean, that's fine. Now, let's switch to something else. Yes, sir. Our capital. Yeah, we're going to go there. The reason I want to go there is because they got all the... Good? Yes, sir. Okay. They got all the people. Well, they're still going after the people who went in the Capitol. Mm-hmm. 
and everything else. And there was one black guy. I had to shut my mouth on this one. I like my job. I need to continue to get paid. <laughs> there was one black guy. I think they just found this guy outside. It was two black guys. I think they just found him outside, put hats on him, and took him in and told him it was free for him. Because these guys didn't do anything when they were in there. They just stood around. They didn't do nothing. You had all these white people sitting at, sitting at desks with their feet up on the desk and everything else. I think the black guys had sense enough not to do anything. They went in when they weren't supposed to, but they had sense enough not to do anything. Trespassing charges. Yeah, three trespassing years, charges. Three, That's what they got. Three trespassing charges. Three years probation. Yeah. <laughs> got two on books. That's it. But then you got the guy who was wearing the horns. Mm-hmm. You know, looking like looking like a real bad Mel Gibson in heart <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> so yeah, that was bad. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. But his ass got arrested. I mean. All the other people. One person stole her laptop, tried to sell it. Mm-hmm. Nancy wow. Pelosi's laptop. They tried to sell it. Wow. I mean, we're trying to sell it on eBay. Go for yours. Yeah, I mean, all these people doing all this stuff. Do you think they should... Let's put it like this. Do you think they should... Um, how bad do you think their crime should be? Because I, all I know is... When there was a Black Lives Matter, they was out there whipping, beating, throwing people in jail and everything else, and we didn't get nowhere near the Capitol. We were outside. Peaceful protest. And I can't say just black people, because there was white people out there too. And they were getting hit. Old man got beat down, he got busted. People out there doing that. But now all these people are upset because the government's going after all those people who Rented the capital and called them terrorists. Because they thought they had white privilege. And oh, I shouldn't have said that. No, no, no. Yo, that yo, wasn't me. Yo, we keep it in real, right? We keep she it just in came real. in the room. She <laughs> just came in the room. Right. And my thing is that, yo, damn it, tell the truth. Stop it, okay? There's too much disinformation, misinformation flying around in this country right now, okay? You know you're dead ass wrong. Stop mm-hmm. it. Stop it. You're not fooling me. Not fooling the other person, okay? You're not fooling us. Mm-hmm. And us are people that want the right thing. That's what us is, as far as I'm concerned. You know, tired of colored everything. That's just such a simple way to whitewash situations and then make them look like they're not visible. So do you think do you think Trump was Do you think he started it? I think he had a great hand in it. Anytime you tell somebody, you know, like, hold on and, and, and lay back, I said, what you laying back for? You want to serve us? You know what I'm saying? What you going to do? You know what you want to do. Stop playing. But once again, it just goes to the fact that... So you think he made America great again? Never. Never. Hmm. That's yeah. that's what I'm saying. No way. It was great if your behind lived in the fifties, cause you got a chance to see your little racism, roach attitudes come out. Yeah, seriously, he gave people the wherewithal to come out. It's so, okay. so, so, so he gave he gave all those people. All he gave the clan, and almost he gave the clan the real right to come out. Because indirectly, heck yes. Just. Y'all come instead of coming out the closet, they came out the trailer park. 
They just came. How? <laughs> they just Sister. came. Sister. I was like, where did you get all these people? I mean, where the hell all these people came from? All these people who believed in this man. I'm like, really? I got a friend who's on Facebook and he believe in him. I got a cousin who believe in him. And I'm sitting up there, you know, whether my cousin or my friend heard this, hey, you put your views out there. Ain't not, ain't like I'm lying about it. I mean, you you had the Trump hat on and every damn thing else about Trump. And then now what y'all doing is y'all trying to find stuff on everybody else. Mm-hmm. You said you, you, you watching everything Pamela Harris do. You're watching everything Biden do now. Now you're watching this. You're going to follow along like it is all the time and talking about people. It's silly. Once again, that's what happens when you don't want to look at life in a real thing. Okay. All right. I got that little political thing out. <laughs> all I know is the Simpsons know a lot. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. You picked that to the outfits. The Simpsons know a lot. Mm-hmm. No, they do. Well, yes, they do. Mm-hmm. They picked down to the outfits. Oh yeah, I saw. Yes. That. Yeah, I saw. Uh huh. You had the guy dressed up mm-hmm. and everything. With the horns. So many years ago, yes, yeah. a whole lot. Yeah. They did like four predictions. They had four predictions right. Well, I guess somebody yeah. watching The Simpsons. I did. Yeah. I watched The Simpsons a lot. But mm. Mm. there's a lot of Uncle Ruckus. Okay. Oh, we know. We know there's a whole lot of ruckus. Uncle. Uncle Ruckus. We know there's a whole. We, hey, 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 hey. Leave them good old white women alone. <laughs> yeah, I know. About <laughs> Hey, I liked him on the show. He was funny. You know what? You know what Ruckus just said? Don't let them niggas in here. Yeah, I love that. I love that episode. That episode was so yes. funny. I love that. <laughs> I loved every minute of that episode. It was episode. funny, though. It was funny. That episode was so funny. Oh, my God. I mean, bro, how could you let the Simpsons fly and take Boondocks off television? I don't really? understand. Really? You know it's just real. You it was too real. It was way too real. real. It was too real. It it had me on the floor. I was crying on every last episode. Thugnificent, when they found out Thugnificent was gay. Oh, man. He thought thought them two was going to throw down and have a gun out. He said, oh, man, they kiss it. Swap and spit. (laughs) They kiss it. They kiss it, man. They kiss it. I was done. Booty man. Oh, 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 oh. That was, that's a real that's dude. No, I know it was. This chick I just met on, on, online, I ain't gonna lie to you, but I'm gonna make it quick, yo. I was telling her about <laughs> the episode, right? Because he was talking about jail, family, went to jail, and all that. Okay, so fine, here we go. I'm like, I'm gonna show you the episode, and she lives like very far from here. So we did it online. Mm-hmm. I showed her the episode. <laughs> Yo, homegirl had a conniption. Well, that's nasty. And blah, blah, blah. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I'm just making a joke, okay? I didn't show no sex or anything like that. Yeah, but she's like, oh, I really can't talk to you anymore. 
I want you. 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 And I want you. Now we can do it either the easy way or the hard way. Either way. I know. There ain't nothing going on. Oh, I guess you want it the hard way. I'm going to ruin this button. I got it. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. What's the diversion? That's all it was. That's all it was. It was good. Deadly Women, up until this point, right now, 2021, Deadly Women. Deadly Women. It's my favorite show. Okay. Whoa, okay. That's saying a lot about you. Come on now. Bring it forward. Bring it forward. I'm going to psychoanalyze it. Bring it forward. Bring it forward. And the church says what? Amen. Okay. Bring it to the light. We pray for you, brother. I ain't going to be no...
Really? Game of Thrones was the best thing happening that I saw. Game of Thrones, it was best because I, it took me when I first saw Game of Thrones, I didn't get into Game of Thrones until it was in the third, season. third season, mm-hmm. and I used the whole weekend from Friday <laughs> to wow. Monday on my four day. That's a serious oh. drive. You ain't even get paid. No, I didn't get paid to watch this movie. I watched the whole thing all the way until I got caught up. And I watched, I couldn't wait till the seasons came and everything. I watched it all. That was it. I've seen all of it. I'm seeing all of it. I hope they do something else with it because I've seen all of it. It's done. It's done. No, it's not. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be spent off with the, with the other characters. Yeah. I like power. Yeah. So what the thing is that how did what did you get from from that show? So we all get things from mm-hmm. the show that was like I love the future. I got out of that show was Revenge is Alive. Okay, that's cool. Because they were really really cutthroat. So they they were really cutthroat. I mean, even though they did things back in the day, I was like, y'all y'all not playing, y'all y'all were gangsters before gangsters was born. I mean, it's it's something else when you kill your daddy on the toilet. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Come on now. But your but, but but your daddy was wrong with sleeping with your girl. <laughs> then you kill your girl, and then you go kill daddy on the toilet. This goes to show and he was my favorite character. Hmm. He was my favorite character. The dwarf. I, yep, the dwarf was my favorite character because he was the only one that was real. Did I give you hope in mankind? Only one that was real because he tried to stick to a certain way and he even helped them save the whole city and they still turned on him. They tried to a kill him. A couple of times. They tried to kill him. A couple hey, of times. What are you talking about? That's how people are. Okay. That's how it is today. That's what I'm saying. That's how it is today. He, he helped save the whole city when the king ran and hid like a kid because the king was a child anyway. Ran and hid like a kid. They made him marry Celsa. Made him marry her. Mm. But the king will go up to and go, you know, his shortcomings or whatever, you know, I come by the city or whatever. And he took a knife and put it in the table and said, you go near my wife, I'm going to kill you. And everybody looked. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> and, he, and he never touched her. He treated her with, uh, with the utmost respect. That's when I knew he was real because it wasn't anybody else in that series. Or Celsa would have been done. But to the point where you think you see cruel, when the guy sold Celsa mm-hmm. to another person, and he turned this one guy to his flunky, he had him go get Celsa for his wedding night. Brought Celsa to the room. And the flunky. So, so, does this, so does this mean that I'm getting from you guys that you base your whole lives on no, movies? No, no, because no, I, I don't mean, base my whole life on movies. It's just that. Or, I, or is this your role model? No, it ain't that. Ooh, don't, ooh, no. I'm just asking. I'm just asking because no. because y'all both look like y'all had uh, a cake or a snack or something when we started talking about movie series. Any 
thing. You guys just lit up like Christmas. We were like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> my thing is, well, that was I'm mine. a TV or movie guy. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm a TV and movie person. Okay, so is this like a guy thing? Because we're not no, on the same no, page. You no, don't see that no. much enthusiasm. No, I don't. Saw, I see y'all two looking at us like, okay, is this ever going to stop? Okay. Yeah, really. It, you know. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. When, hello, we're here. Okay, okay. So we'll cut that part right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you didn't answer that question, though, because I did no, ask a question. No, 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 no. So you men don't base your lives off a of movie series no, or, no, or, or or trying to, is that the image no, that you all have no, when I the situation comes in? It sort of looks similar because you you were you were there. You, you were there. You, you were there in the bedroom with, with Selsa when she was delivered. And, and, and oh yeah, I was there. Age before, I was there. You was there. You was there. I was there. And you was, was there. you. Your mouth was halfway open, and you were looking <laughs> into his eyes like there Not was something sure. magical that was happening. I and I was just trying to impede upon you guys that uh, this is this a, is this a situation here. I mean, did, were you feeling the love too, honey? Wait, please, Johnny. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe it was just me. That's okay. Special.